Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Welcome to the Big Red Bench Ladies Football Podcast with me, your host, Ger McCarthy. You can follow me on Twitter at at McCarthy 74 In this week's episode, we look back at last weekend's Cork victory over Kerry in the TG Cahar All-Ireland Ladies Football Championship and get reaction from Evie Fitzgerald, Paddy O'Shea, Duran O'Sullivan, Orla Finn and Saoirse Noonan. We also look ahead to this weekend's All-Ireland clash between Cork and Cavan in Burr County Offaly and get the thoughts of the Breffney County's manager, James Daly. Finally, we hear from Tipperary manager Shane Ronane on the Munster side's heartbreaking All-Ireland Championship exit and look ahead to his Mornaby side's Munster and potential All-Ireland club campaign in the new year. That's all to come on this weekend's Big Red Bench Ladies Football Podcast. Hey! Cork got their 2020 TG Car All-Ireland Ladies Football Championship campaign off to a winning start against Kerry in Tralee. A hard-earned 114-14 point victory means Cork will qualify for the All-Ireland semi-finals, provided they overcome Cavan in Burr this weekend. I caught up with Cork manager Ify Fitzgerald to get his reaction to his side's victory down in Tralee and why he and his players will not be underestimating Cavan. But first, we hear from head coach Paddy O'Shea on Cork's morale-boosting win over the Kingdom. Let's talk about that first half how much did you put that first half performance down to rustiness or how good were Kerry and did it show that Kerry had that extra 70 minutes under the belt? Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty obvious really. I mean, we did, we did start the first five minutes very, very well and could have got a few more scores. We didn't, but there was definitely rustiness there and we were a bit standoffish, um, kind of waiting for things to happen, waiting for the break to come to us, whereas Kerry were moving towards the breaks and they were more aggressive in the 50-50 balls and that kind of comes with match experience and championship games especially, which they had and it showed. But... Um, in the end you could say it was a game of two halves because they had a bit of a breeze I don't think the breeze played any part in the second half we just upped our intensity levels and upped our aggression levels got stuck into those 50-50 balls and you know girls weren't standing back waiting for the ball to come to them they were making things happen themselves Were you concerned on the sideline considering Kerry just looked that bit sharper starting off as you said apart from the first five minutes and what was said at half time no, I, I, well, personally I wasn't anyway because I made a mental note to myself not to panic during the game no matter what's going on because when you're coming into the game like that and the other team have got a bit of momentum built up and you don't, if you panic you're in trouble like we're telling the girls on the field try not to panic. So if we're going to panic on the line we were kind of confident that we'd grind it out eventually and it's nice, you know, it's grand to go and win a game of football and win by a big score but when you have to grind out a good battling performance it stands to more stead in the future. Let's look ahead, Kevin next weekend more the same and certainly a more rounded 70 minute performance I imagine you'd be looking for that we'd be looking now whatever about um, strategies and systems and all this kind of stuff we'd be looking for that intensity and that aggression from the world going next week not not waiting until half time to do it how much uh, how impressed were you with Kevin despite that last against Kerry last night there were atrocious conditions but they're going to be tough Kevin will be tough and, like, you know they, they have nothing to lose they can go and they can enjoy the game and it's a bit of pressure on us to win the game I'd, uh, we've watched that that tape of that Kerry game and Kevin but that'll be a completely different Kevin game next week because they were missing a lot of girls and that's, I'm not sure how much we learn from watching the Kevin Kerry game but we'll have to focus on ourselves just finally for me a lot of positives to take from today it was a tough tight game against a really good team and, and it'll bring you on big time I think we're going to learn a lot more from Treno and as I said if, if it was a nice game of football with nice conditions not much hitting in the game and not, having, not a very physical game we wouldn't have learned much but that's a good battle that the, girl came through, the girls came through there now um, Evie Fitzgerald hearty congratulations if ever you wanted a tough match and a tough test of your team having not played for so long you got it today from a really good carry team we certainly did well the one thing we were worried about coming down was lack of preparation um, you know we pride ourselves on being right on any particular day for the championship but the matches were pulled from 
was three weeks ago, you know, so we lost open games against Tipperary and Waterford and, you know, I suppose it was a bit of a shock to the system, to be honest about it. So we had only one challenge game, in essence, coming into this, which isn't ideal. And with Kerry playing last week, um, and you could see the sharpness, I think, particularly, and you could see that they were sharper. They were, you know, they just seemed to have that that little bit more of an edge to them. Um, Coming up to half time, so we were reasonably pleased. We went in, I think, a pint down was at half time, um, and you know the, the wind was quite deceptive. It was, it was fairly strong, so we were in a good position. But I, I did think we were we weren't happy at half time. Not so much with the, with the the way we were playing, but our application. You know, we felt that we were very tentative and that we weren't pushing up, and you know they were winning a lot of breaking balls, and particularly from the kickouts, and uh, the goalkeeper was kicking it very long, and they were winning most of those. So there are balls that we needed to be. To be pushed up on, but I think in the second half we we pressed our kickouts much better, um, turned over a few, and it took us a while to get back level and, and ahead. I think it was 10, 12 minutes in the second half. But once we got ahead, like we never put the game away completely. But once we got ahead, I felt you know unless they got a goal that we you know we we we'd see it out because of the as I said because of the wind. And every time we got down, we looked we looked to be quite dangerous. What did you say at half time? Because sometimes you know if you go in and, and start roaring and shouting, not saying that you did, but you know th- that can just that, that can worsen the situation. It just seemed the second half they came out a that bit calmer, but there was up through the gears very quickly. Yeah, well, I was crossing off at half time. I have to say now, but they were cross with themselves. Yeah. Like these girls are very self motivated, so they don't need me to tell them that you know when things aren't going well or when they can do better. You know, we've great leaders in the dressing room. You know, Darren is our captain, and we have Kira, Martino, Brian, and you know Ashling Hutchins. Like there's, there's a whole range of them there. That are real, real good leaders, and you know, it like it's about attitude as much as anything else. When you look at Melissa Duggan, I think she was player of the game again there today. When you look at the size of Melissa, um, the amount of balls she carried today, the amount of tackles she got in, um, was ferocious, and that really is a state of mind. So we got that. I thought all the fin in the second half there under the high ball. You know, she won a few, few very difficult ones. Um, but we were we were very rusty. There's no denying that, and you know, we, we haven't been together as, as much as we'd like to be, and we had some some COVID issues. Obviously, and stuff going on, and you know, and then we have the the, the camogie on top of that as well. And you know, to be fair to Hannah Looney today, like Libby was injured, um, and Fiona and the, and the other girls involved in the camogie, the, the effort they gave is absolutely unbelievable. And it was unfortunate that we had to see it out with Hannah today. But unfortunately, we 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 were in a position where we could where we could replace and give her a break for tomorrow because I think they're playing Galway tomorrow in the in the camogie. Um, but that's just the way it is. Unfortunately, it's strange times, and we just have to try and make the most of what we're doing. Um, but all in all, I have to be, say that I'm I'm pleased with the the result. Can we play better? Yeah, but I don't think at this time of the year there's going to be any fluency in any of the games to be honest about it because it's just doggy dog I mean you look at the results of the other games you know I think Dublin and Walford was quite close today um, Tipperary lost by two or by a point each each weekend you know um, so all in all, the, the games have been quite tight and, and you know I think conditions are great levelers at this this time of the year but it's great to be, be in it I mean it would have been heartbreaking today to go home and, and be out of the championship you know after playing one game um, so we were conscious of that and maybe we were a little bit edgy with that as well early on I'm, I'm not so sure because the girls knew what was at stake but I have to say I have to commend them for their for their application their effort and their their you know their their massive will to win in the second half I think the, it was willpower as much as anything else got us over the line and as well as that obviously the, the substitutions mm. I thought when Eric O'Shea came on Maeve Cahillane came on there they brightened it up Emer Coyley on the other side they, they gave us that little bit of of boost and, and a bit of vibrancy you know and, and I suppose the vibrancy of youth they're very young players all of those That's going to be very important looking ahead to Cavan because you would have seen Cavan against Kerry and I know Kerry won well in the end but they're dogged they're tough they're well organised and you'll have to be 
ready for them but this this game will really bring you on it should do yeah we will have to be ready yeah. James Ailey is a good manager you know he's been around the block a long time both male and female and um, you know Kevin have been decimated up there with Covid and, and, and stuff so like it's very 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 unfortunate for him but I don't think their performance against Kerry reflects what Kevin are really about you know um, and even in, the, in that game I suppose they were in the fur up to the, up to the first water break they were in it was three all or, or whatever but you know we have to be on our guard I, I think we this year we're focusing way more on ourselves than we are on the opposition you know trying to get ourselves right uh, there are things we can work on particularly the opposition kickouts I think today we can we can certainly do better on those but all in all we're pleased with the result we'll have a look at the, the video now during the weekend and we'll prepare for Kevin The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Darren O'Sullivan played a real captain's role in guiding Cork to victory in their All-Ireland Championship opener I got the Mourne Abbey forwards reaction following that win over Kerry. But first, we'll hear from Kinsale's Orla Finn and then Nemo Rangers and Cork City's Saoirse Noonan. Orla Finn, first of all, congratulations. A game of two halves, very rusty in the first half, but you really picked it up in the second half when you needed to. Yeah, it was a very tough game, I suppose. We played against the win in the first half and, it, it, you know, it was tough. Um, it took us a while to get going. Um, it's been a year since our last, over a year since our last championship game, so we, we needed to put in a tough shift there and thankfully we came out in the second half and, and worked hard for each other. Um, how difficult were the conditions there? Because it doesn't, up in the stands, it didn't look that bad, but it seemed quite windy down at pitch side. Yeah, there was a wind against us in the first half, but um, we had that in the second half, which we needed because we kind of um, we kind of drove on the second hand half, and the the wind helped us then as well. Um, how much will that bring you on those seventy minutes in the legs? As you said, it's a long time since you played, but important leading into Kevin that you got not long. A performance, but a tough performance from that Kerry team. Yeah, definitely. They were an outstanding side. You know, could have went either way in the end. We were, we were lucky. We we picked off some points in the last last few minutes, minutes which stood to us. So, um, no, we'll definitely stand us going forward um, playing Cavan now next weekend. So that's another big battle ahead of us next weekend. Um, does it help that it's only a week away that you can plan the week accordingly and that you know it's coming thick and fast and that game knows, you know, it, as you said, you'll have the benefit of today's game underneath? underneath. Yeah, uh, definitely. We, we had a long two months there training before this game, you know, girls were nervous and it was hard your first championship game out and it was knockout game for us today if we'd lost we would have been out so that game will definitely stand to us going going forward Saoirse first of all that goal that you got proved hugely important at the end how tough was that first half having not played in so long and how important was it to get over today um, yeah it was extremely tough um, we haven't had a championship match in over a year so to come out here today um, Conditions weren't up to what we liked, but pitch is perfect. Um, there's a strong wind against us, so that did affect us in the first half. Um, but we only a point then, we stayed in and we kept working hard. And I think the second half proved that we had a lot of aggression in us. Um, we worked together and lucky we got the results in the end. What was said at halftime, because you came out and you played with an extra gear immediately to start the second half, you held Kerry to a point in the third quarter. Um, yeah, I think the lads knew and we all knew that we weren't playing to our potential and we go out training every week and we we train at a really high intensity and it just wasn't there for the first half. Um, we had 30 minutes to keep ourselves in the championship against a good carry tide. Um, we knew it was 30 minutes for them as well, so the winner takes all at the end of the day and we knew that. How much will that bring you on ahead of Kevin next weekend? That's a tough game. Yeah, um, having today under our belt now, it's huge going forward. We know um, the standard that is out here today, the quality of players. Um, I think Kevin had a few players out last week due to the virus, but they're going to come out all guns blazing as well and try um, get a win against us, so it's going to be a tough one. And just finally for me, today, Cork, tomorrow, Cork City, semi-final, how much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, really exciting. Um, I think I just focused on today first, um, came out, got the win, and hopefully we can get another win tomorrow.
first of all, Darren, congratulations. You played a real captain's role today in that victory. Um, you had to grind it out, but is that exactly what you wanted hitting into the Cavan game? Yeah, I think we knew that that's what today's game was going to entail, to be honest. Um, we knew fancy football wasn't going to win it for us. Um, girls really stood up there in the in the last 15 minutes. Um, we worked really, really hard um, for our scores. Um, in the first half, I suppose, Kerry scores were, were coming a lot easier for them. Um, but yeah, we are delighted with the, the work rate. Um, we've loads to work on for for tomorrow week but yeah really happy with today's work Do you put that first half performance down to rust in this it's so long since you had a competitive game but at the same time there was a lot of kind of unforced errors Yeah look we're, we're working really hard at training we're playing a lot of AVB games but you it, it is very very hard to prepare for a championship game I suppose touch our first touch was a small bit off um, I, I suppose we were trying to decide what we were doing with the ball before we had the ball in our possession small stuff like that but as I said today's game will stand to us hugely uh, going into Cavan's game It has to be said as well as you well know that's a very very good Kerry team and a much improved Kerry team in the last 12 months since Declan Quill and Darrell Long went in there and they showed that today Definitely um, I suppose they started from scratch again this year got a, a lot of the, the more experienced players back um, even just their midfield Megan O'Connor and Lorraine Scanlon um, Louise up front and Anna Galvin working very well and they had a nice mix then of, from their minors you'd uh, Hannah O'Donoghue and a couple of our younger girls so they've, they've a nice mix and uh, they are a serious outfit how much are you looking forward to that Kevin game now that you've got this one under the belt and you have you know, got rid of a lot of those errors and mistakes that you would make in your first game back because they, excuse me, they will be no pushover absolutely not no look I suppose we had our first meeting for our 2020 campaign this day I think last year so we've been preparing for this Kerry and Cavan game now for 12 months so um, we're really looking forward to it um, we know what Cavan have and we'll prepare accordingly I suppose this week it's a lot about just rest um, there was um, a few hard hits went in there today so we'll just have to recover properly and prepare accordingly Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie Cork's Red FM Cavan are Cork's next opponents in the TG Cahar All-Ireland Senior Football Championship. Manager James Daly's Trojan efforts have helped the Breffney County steadily improve since winning the 2013 All-Ireland Intermediate Football title. Daly and his squad have endured an awful season due to COVID-19, but are looking forward to facing Cork this weekend. Okay, James, uh, this weekend sees Cavan taking on Cork in their final group match. Um, Obviously, you put up a a very good show uh, for most of that game, that opening game against Kerry, in pretty awful conditions. Um, how have preparations gone and are, are they going um, ahead of this final game with Cork? Look, the response can be expected. Like, with, with not having challenge matches leading up to the Kerry game um, and having lost so many players over the tunnel due to COVID, um, it was it was tough because you're, you're seeing, no matter how many in-house games you play, you, you actually need a proper match, you know, to to, to 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 get a gauge in some of your players. And we have like we have a lot of youth, a lot of young girls who are who are playing who started against uh, Kerry and will start against Cork in a couple of weeks. But we feel like we've got a wee bit more under our belt um, and you know, we're coming up against you know, I lost no matter if Dublin's one or three in a row, I lost like Cork has been the premier in ladies football and have set the standard in ladies football. But um no but we're looking forward to the challenge seeing where we are, um and it's, it's preparation for us to for for Ulster Championship, which is, you know, it's probably be more realistic for us. You know, um, you mentioned COVID. There, no county I think has suffered more than your than your own county over the past couple of months. Were there moments where you thought should we even be bothering entering or playing a football championship? 
Well, when we came back during after after COVID, we lost fifteen girls off the panel. Okay. Well. Now there's two, there's two of them. Two of them are, are, are three of them are long term injuries. One of them, one of our most experienced players, Ashton Dunne, Ashton may be available. Um, maybe if, if when we play Monaghan, but a, a lot of our girls are school teachers, uh, healthcare workers, that kind of stuff. And we just felt it was too much of a risk coming into the panel. And then with the with the thought of having to travel down the country, that far down the country, to play the likes of Cork and Kerry, they just thought it was too much of a risk. And, and even some of them have got elderly parents or elderly grandparents and, who live with them, and it was just too much of a risk. Now, yes, we, we looked at the situation um, uh, about not playing in the championship, but the girls, the girls were there. Uh, they wanted to play, and they said, "Look, we 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 just keep going. We'll we'll fly the flag for Gavin." And uh, and uh, and like we were disrupted even on the lead up to it. We we had to close the camp for two weeks because uh, we had an outbreak, and we had to close the whole thing down for a couple of weeks. So, but look, no excuses. Okay, we we learned from Kerry, and we're looking forward to the game against Cork. And again, we look at it now as 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 a as a rebuilding program here in Calvin, and we will look at the Cork game as as. Um, as, you know, we, to, to, to learn lessons, that's what we put it down. Yeah, and just on that, I've spoke, I spoke uh, to Evie Fitzgerald immediately after the Kerry game last weekend, and he was uh, full of praise for the work that you're doing, not just this year, but the work that has been done in Cavan over the last two to three years, probably. There's definitely been an, Im- an improvement in results and in performances. Are you happy where the squad is heading? I know this year is very difficult to assess, as you outlined there, but are you happy with the way things are going? Good. If you had, uh, had this interview with me in, in January or February, I was very, very happy, okay? To lose the quality of girls we've lost, okay, is, is tough, okay? But as the manager, okay, and a part of a man's team, it's our job now to, 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 try and, to try and go again. When we came in first, our job was um, we had a lot of youth in the team um, who, who needed to be brought in, and that's what we've done. We've introduced a lot of young girls, and, uh, and like we've had some big results, but we just don't, we just can't seem to get that big win, okay, over the last couple of years. We had chances, you know, in, in league finals, and we had chances, and we, like, we we should have beat Donegal in the Ulster semi-final last year, five up with ten to go, and we, and we let it slide. And, uh, but it, it, it takes time, and, and I, I'm a believer in, you know, you have to learn how to win. And, um, and but like you know, we're, we've you know, with, with with all the youth that's come in there, and it's exciting because these girls really, really want to be here, and they're, they're, they come to train every week. And we enjoy it. We enjoy putting the work in. Okay, and like I believe as a manager, yeah, we've we have taken them up to the next notch. Okay, as far as um, respect, we'll say among other counties and uh, where we are in the in the grand scheme of things. But it's it's we're also at a phase now where we we need to be winning that big game, okay, and and, and moving on, to, moving up again, okay. We have you've looked at water have come up and come and are competing at the higher level. Tipperary's done the same thing, and, and and you know we felt we needed to be there as well. So, but it's look, it's it's plenty of hard work. We enjoy doing it, and and. Uh, you know, and it's it's look at it's 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 the, the the girls the girls want the girls who are there right now want to be there and they want to do the work and that's that's what's encouraged us. Yeah, and having watched that game against Kerry for more than half of the game, you were certainly physically and mentally you were with Kerry. Obviously, they've got a couple of match winners, Louise Namir Hurtig and players of that ilk, and they were able to pick off the goals that won it for them. How close are you to unearthing a couple of gems like that, the kind of match-winning players that you need to take that next step that you've been speaking about? 
Yeah, look, like, uh, half forward lane again. Sorry that they, um, like they were 20, 19, and 19. That was our half forward lane. Okay, our, our corner, cornerback, okay, 19. And, and uh, we've another, another, we've another teen, teenager, 18 on the half forward, on the half back lane that day. So these are really, really good young girls, really top footballers, and, and they have a lot to learn. Uh, when we went into the water break against Kerry, after 18 minutes, it was three apiece. Uh, and we thought, I realistically thought, we're definitely in this game. And straight from the kickout, uh, we would can carry we would more experience with Tudor and and the, the press up on us on the kickout for for the water break. We we didn't win the kickout, and a ball went inside, and the, I think it's Louise who got. It. And the easy thing should have been for a defender would be just to to, to to push her over the line, but she was too nice. Okay, and that 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 all comes with experience. But from the kickout, the ball's in the back of the net in about six seconds. Okay, and right away. You're behind us, okay, and then carry carry tacked on another goal, and that's it's just about getting the experience, okay. These girls are top top young footballers, and they'll be maybe thrown into the deep end here and asked to do a bigger job maybe than you'd expect them to be doing at this age, okay. But that's that's the way it is, and there's not one of them to turn around and say to me, "I don't want to be here. I don't want. I don't want to start." You know what I mean? So, um. But look at in the likes of Ashton Gilson, in, in the likes of Lauren McGeady, uh, Keir Finnegan, uh, you know, young young has about seventeen. Okay, she's going to play a corner back for us on Sunday. You know what I mean? Uh, and like, but a tough young kid and a good footballer. And so we have we have lots of young footballers. Okay, that are are, um, are pushing to the fore. Okay, and um, look at them. Look at I'm, I'm I'm hoping we can somewhere along the way we'll get that result Tipperary senior football manager Shane Ronane and his players bowed out of this year's All-Ireland Championship after narrow losses to Galway and Monaghan despite those defeats Ronane believes there is plenty for Tip and his defending Munster and All-Ireland club champions Morn Abbey to look forward to in 2021 uh, Shane Ronane I don't think I've seen uh, a team go out of the ladies football championship after two such thrilling displays it won't do you much good I know but you must be proud of the players efforts despite those narrow losses um, in the group yeah look um, I suppose we're very disappointed still at the moment um, but the players I think you know for a very young team I mean, it was five minor started on Friday night four started the previous Saturday against Galway uh, you know they put in put in huge displays I suppose they gave themselves mountains to climb in both games and I suppose maybe ultimately um that proved the bridge too far for them and uh, you know I suppose they learned from that but uh, look we're very proud of the way they, they fought back and came back and I suppose were involved in two outstanding games of football and gave great entertainment to, to people who, who tuned in especially Friday night I think it would have been a big, big audience on Friday night as it was the only um, game in, in Gaelic games that was you know on and available for people to watch on Friday night so look we're, we're happy with, with the way they played for most of those games but again they would be disappointed with themselves that they um I suppose didn't get the job done in either game and you know give themselves too much to do I suppose would, would, would be the real thing You proved that you are a senior team though having come back up Shane that you're established and it certainly looks like you've put the building blocks in place for, for progress to be made next year and beyond Yeah look there's, there's a nucleus of a very good team there they're very young um, you know I suppose they, they've got loads of talent and I suppose uh, I suppose the main thing they have to gain is experience and I suppose you know getting those uh, getting those you know, vital wins and, you know, to become a real, uh, I suppose, established senior team, uh, you know, you need to maybe eke out one of those tight wins. If we'd won one of those games, I think it would have been, 
you know, very good for the girls going forward. But I think they'll look there. They were they were very disappointed this Friday night, um, but I think does a very, as I said, a very good nucleus of the squad there. And um, you know, whatever you know, the future holds next year, you know, they'll. Um, I think they, they can they can be a force we reckon with if they can gain um, gain that bit of experience and you know and keep going and keep it, keep progressing like they have progressed. I think they've they've made vast uh, strides and um, you know certainly even from the previous senior campaign to 2018. Uh, there were loads of new faces this year, and I think they really equipped themselves very well. And they'll certainly, uh, you know, um, I think they can they can learn from it and, and build on it. I have to ask you about that foul or non-foul on Ashley Maloney at the end of the Monaghan game. It it was a, a very strange decision and disappointing decision. Look, you've not had to rub the green with referees in either of those two games. I think that's a fair assessment. But the overall assessment of this year's refereeing in the LGFA Championships is that it hasn't really been up to scratch. A fair point, and and how how disappointing was that? Yeah, look, I, you know, we look back on, on both games. I suppose, I suppose last last Friday night's one would probably be uh, the most uh, disappointing one in in, in that aspect. Um, you know, there was a number of decisions. I think even the Ashley Maloney one, why that, why that, has got all the coverage. I think in, on the media, I think that there was a, a previous instance of that five minutes beforehand. I think Kate and Kennedy put the ball over the bar, and the referee is clearly seen giving it an advantage to Tipperary. And all of a sudden, um, the play, he gives a free out to, 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 uh, to Monaghan. So, you know, that and a couple of other decisions. Look, look, I suppose, uh, sometimes you get, you get those decisions, sometimes you don't. But we, look, we would be very disappointed that there was, there seems to be a number of decisions on Friday night that went against us. But I still think that, um, you know, despite all that, look, we gave us as a mount of the climb. And, you know, we have to, we, we have to look at the other things and, the, you know, that came to play as well. But there were, it was very disappointing to see those decisions, and I think there were, you know, the general consensus out there and the public is that they were baffling decisions. And look, we were at the wrong end of them, which is disappointing. But look, there's nothing we can do about it. No, we just have to, I suppose, get on with it, and um, hopefully they can, um, you know, maybe not put themselves in a position where the where game can come down to a referee decision. Indeed, and can I just ask you? I know you lost two very good games, two close games by by only by a point or two. But are you glad that the championships went ahead? And do you think it's been beneficial for Tipperary? Yeah, look, I think the games were the games were certainly were good, were good for the girls. Um, I think it was very difficult to be honest with you. Um, I think the whole setup around all the games at the moment is very difficult. Um, you know, I think one of the huge aspects of of any uh, sport is the I suppose the banter and the fun and the crack uh, that you have around the games, and I think a lot of that has been taken away. It's very clinical at the moment. You have, you know, 14 minutes in the dressing room, and you have to be out of there, and uh, a lot of it, a lot of it is very rushed. And I suppose that takes away a bit of the, um, you know, the enjoyment out of it. But look, uh, the, the games were, I suppose, were played in a very safe manner, and um, you know, we're, we're glad that we got to play the games. I suppose it would have been a, a very long winter, you know, you know, the first couple of months there. You know, we're looking into the, the next few weeks now. We're certainly going to miss not going training, and um, you know, with lockdown still in place, it's going to be a, you know a fairly boring couple of weeks. So I suppose the fact that we had um, you know maybe three outlets a week of going to training and matches, you know, was, was great for the girls and great for the management as well. But um, you know, it certainly was a, a strange atmosphere that you couldn't um, you couldn't enjoy it as you, as you normally would, yeah. Yeah, I find I find the same as um as a reporter. It is a very eerie atmosphere. It would normally be kind of a bustling championship venue, but look, it is what it is. Can I just ask you, Shane? I know it's going to be quiet over the next few weeks. You'll be turning your attention shortly to Morn Abbey and the Munster Championship. How much are you looking forward to getting back out on the pitch with the girls? 
Yeah, look, we're, we're, we're I suppose, um, the break. Uh, we had a very, I suppose, intense few weeks prior to actually lockdown. Like, you know, we'd had the disappointment of the county final and then we had all the upheaval with the, with whether we were going to be low play or not. Play or not. And um, it was a very intense few weeks. And I think, actually, the break came at the right time for us. You know, um, the girls maybe needed a bit of a, a, a break from everything and we needed a bit of a break, I think, uh, because it had been such an intense couple of weeks. Um, but I, I know the girls are... I'm very anxious to get back in the field and, you know, with the restrictions, there's no training allowed at the moment. So, you know, look, it'll probably lead into maybe six weeks of, um, of training for, before, uh, we play a Munster Championship. Um, and, you know, you're expecting the level five to go there to start in December. And that would give us maybe six weeks, I suppose, to the 8th of January when the, the club game is meant to be played against Clare. So, look, we're looking forward to, look forward to have the opportunity to do it. Um, you know, hopefully all the guys will come through, um, um, yeah, we're just hoping they look there. I think the girls are in great form with Cork at the moment. Um, you know, they played the girls who played the weekend played well and um we're just hoping like the I suppose the girls themselves, I think they're they're anxious to be doing a bit uh, the other girls that they're I suppose they're tipping around, I suppose we'll give them a bit of work to do over the next few weeks and um you know, I think they'll be all anxious to get back in the, you know, in December and you know, it'll um it's look it's gonna be it'll be interesting to be playing the playing the club chapter at that time of the year, but they're right they're supposed to be getting the opportunity we you know, we thought Tyler might be all gone, so look, we're looking forward to the 8th of January against Care. And there's a, I've seen the master fixture plan for next year, the proposed one, so there's meant to be, um, an All Ireland semi final and final as well. So if we, if we happen to win Munster, uh, you know, there's something to look forward to there in January. Exactly, and, and rightly so, because you're, like, you're, you're the top club in the country, not just this year, but the last couple of years, and you'd be anxious to go back and retain that All Ireland title again. Yeah, look, I can get, I, I think it'll be difficult, but um, you know, uh, we, you know, we've a couple of uh, and Roger Sullivan is injury is definitely an injury doubt, and actually he's been a huge part of the team, you know, for the for the for the last seven years. So I suppose it, it, it's actually taken a bit of bit of getting over the, the loss in the county final. Uh, you know, when you lose a game like that, um, you know, it, it does take a little bit over the ground. So hopefully, I think maybe the break would have done him the world of good and. Um, you know, we can we we can regroup and get, and get ourselves back to where we need to be. Because we certainly need to be better than what we were on the day of the county final. Um, if we want to progress in the Munster Championship, um, you know, to be care care at a very good way to get the banner. And you know, you've Barry Mack looking at, looking down at us from the other side. Um, they probably you'd expect them to get to the final. I'm sure they had the bit between their teeth. Um, you know, they're very determined to get back in the Munster crown. So it's, it's going to be difficult to retain the Munster crown first of all. And look. Um, if we can get that done, I think um, you know we can start looking. You know, we we'll have, we'll have two weeks to our learning campaign, but I think it's going to be it's going to be a, a huge ask to, to actually win Munster again um, because um, you know the just for this just this point of the county final defeat is taking a bit to get over. I think a bit more than what I thought it would, but hopefully uh, the break will have done them the world good. And that's it for another Big Red Bench Ladies Football Podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Big Red Bench on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also listen online at redextra.ie. Don't forget to tune in to the Big Red Bench with Rory O'Hagan, Colm O'Sullivan, Valerie Wheeler and guests between 6 and 7pm on the radio every Saturday and Sunday. Follow the Big Red Bench across all our social media channels as well as visiting our official website redfm.ie. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Cork's Red FM.